Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. Lowell is here with me today, and this is Eldon on this side of the mic. So Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Yes sir, Eldon, it's good to be here. Good to be here. It's been a little bit, almost, well, almost two months since we recorded, not quite. Actually over almost three months. Oh, that's right, wow. <laughs> You said it's, August the 8th. It's been a little bit of a blur, one. I guess. So, we have lots to talk about, I Yeah, guess. lots to talk about. So, where do you want to start? How about... Now that we've fixed your equipment. How about August 9th? <laughs> and don't I usually get headphones? I no. feel like I was demoted. I don't have headphones. No, you never liked them and didn't wear them half the time, so... Yeah, I did. Well, it's more do. complicated to set up, so okay. whatever. Whatever. Oh, goodness. So, August yeah, I guess we'll just kind of recap the last couple of months and a short podcast episode here. <laughs> well, the last couple months have been very interesting, I would say. Yeah. Would you say it's fair? It would be fair to say. I feel like I'm saying too many says in the same sentence. It's okay if you don't say anything about it. Okay. Uh, This has probably been one of our more challenging fall seasons just across the board. Um, Yeah, I think that is fair. Maybe not the the fall fall stuff. Yeah, no. I forgot the storm. It's had its uh, (laughs) challenges. I forgot the hurricane. So, yeah, it's definitely been one of the more challenging fall seasons. Yeah, so August, let's see, we our fall season didn't start till middle of September. Uh, so August was a lot of preparatory kind of getting ready for fall stuff. Um, into September was the same. Y'all made strawberry beds in early September? Yeah, uh, something like that. Maybe right at the end of August, Yeah, I think, because we were hoping to get strawberry plants in the mid-ish to late mid-ish time frame of September. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that all was kind of the, the big stuff between the beginning of August and, and when we started, right? Our fall season. Yeah, I think so. And we're, yeah, pumpkins were growing and uh, we were working with them until sometime into September a little bit and they kind of started they were pretty much getting mature though we've been picking pumpkins ever yeah. since honestly yeah. so uh yeah so what well, should we just break stuff down I guess in categories? I guess yeah let's do categories kind of that's the easiest way to do it instead of by months yeah why don't we start with the strawberry stuff since that's kind of where we're talking about yeah so we got our beds in it was a little later than i'd hoped but it wasn't we've been later so i didn't feel too badly about that and we made fairly decent beds we had some issues some issues making beds and uh i had a plant i mean uh issue on the bed maker and had to get a part and it wasn't that big a deal but it delayed some of them by a few more days and stuff and then we started hearing um 
rumbles about plant um, plants not coming in on like uh, strawberry tips not coming yeah. in on time out of Canada and and growers waiting on those so we get our strawberry plants from uh, through a friend of ours who propagates, propagates them. them yeah but they have to get out of Canada in a timely way and get over to his place. And then he has to have labor and everything to get them set. And anyway, so we started hearing some of these issues and began to be a little concerned about once, once they're stuck, there's uh, even a several four weeks, to five week yeah. period of time while they're growing out right. before you can actually plant them. Yeah. So we are pretty sure that, our planting dates were going to be late and indeed we were right so we got little drips and drabs of plants several times like you know one variety would be ready and we would like we ran over a couple times to his place to pick up some quantity of our plants and then they delivered some other quantities i think it ended up being three or four different kind of yeah, we planted in drips and drabs over about a month and actually literally just finished up like last week sometime, which is yeah. horrifically late for us. About, I mean, what, a month late? Close. Yeah, maybe yeah. not quite. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we've planted already into October 6th, 7th, 8th, but... Those, those first weeks really are ideal. very important for establishing the plant and... Yeah, stuff. Yeah, you kind of need that. Need some warmth in the fall, and then you need it to get, you know, some just some cool development where those roots can really yeah. get going and stuff, and then the that sets you up for good things in the spring. But I mean, we weren't alone. I was hearing from many of my grower friends, and in fact, I just talked to one today. They are they're east of us by a good bit so their planting date is generally several weeks behind ours but he's literally still planting so he just got his plants yeah yeah so it's just been it's just been a disaster across the board pretty much for most growers that i know in virginia and some I follow in north carolina and so forth yeah though there are a few that happen to get their stuff early got it in on time and they're great you know they're good for them their plants look good so so what's the game plan on the plants here they're all planted now yeah and the other kind of the double whammy is it also seemed to be almost across the board as the plants just did not look great this year and it doesn't necessarily seem to be tied to a certain grower or, you know. Propagator. Yeah. yeah right. They just, um, here, you can keep talking while I check out this call. I'm not really sure what to talk about, okay. strawberry related. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. Hopefully that, that wasn't somebody lost in the corn maze. Um, plants are small. Um, we had trouble. Part of the reason we had trouble, we had trouble pulling the plants out of the trays to plant them. Like the plugs would not hold together. It really made roots, planting extremely yeah, slow. The roots weren't like you need kind of a root ball to yeah. hold the the media 
media yeah medium soil media yeah i'm not sure if it's together might be media on one plant yeah anyway (laughs) you need it to make you know a nice little root ball you need decent roots and we were really having trouble with them pulling the the roots would just pull out and come out without soil so you'd have a plant with roots but you would expect if you were trying to push these things and get them done in a few weeks instead of five or six weeks but they also were very i don't know they just don't look great um i mean a lot of my plants didn't look great coming in they were small not very well rooted and my other contacts or acquaintances seems to be the same a lot of the same issues just very nasty looking plants and so we're all quite concerned about what this means for next spring they they just look a little stunted like they're not yeah as tall as not normal so you know you wonder about disease issues disease issues in the mother plants is there something weird going on with the mother plants in canada or all the all these things Anyway, they're in the ground now, and we are just doing the best we can. Yeah. October has been actually a little bit cool. I mean, cooler than normal, I would say, at least during the middle part. Now, thankfully, here at the end, it's warmed up quite a bit. But um, yeah, I'm happy for any 70-degree day from here going forward just to try to get some more growth on yeah these things and then everyone's talking about pulling row covers early earlier than normal just to try to keep those nighttime temperatures up and keep the plants kind of growing more growth some and um just making the best of a not ideal situation yeah basically well and you you won't know what all it means till next spring yeah but almost certainly you're we're looking at some yield loss i mean that's right directly related to planting date but also if you're dealing with plants that just aren't getting established well and potential disease issues and so forth well that can have a big impact impact on your bottom line we will uh keep monitoring it yeah i mean all you can do at this point you plants are you can't get other you know, there were no other good right. plants available. I mean, we were fortunate to get the plants. So we, I mean, plants are, I've never heard of plants being so tight as they were this fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Riots breaking out. No, not quite, <laughs> but almost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone was clamoring for plants. Well, we plants were concerned and, about getting all of ours for a while too. <laughs> yeah. I've heard stories of people literally getting half of their plants. Yeah. yeah. Having their plastic laid, but only getting half their plants well then you just spend a ton of money on putting out rows that you don't need right. so then what right. you know all those things anyway um, maybe it will encourage diversity in farming going forward as far as like maybe they can plant some other stuff next spring i don't know maybe it's not ideal <laughs> anyway it's been been a bit of a zoo yeah i just hope that the big wigs the uh the plant suppliers and some of these people can figure some things out to improve the situation yeah. for another year because uh growing strawberries is 
is uh, enough of a well, it's challenge. Stre- yeah, it's stressful enough and when everything comes yeah, together like it's and, supposed to. Man, but so much is riding on your plants. And if you don't have a good foundation, then it really uh, set, gets you off to bad starts. So yeah. We will see. We'll try to take really good care of them. And um, that's about all you can do at this point. Hope, yep. hope for the best. Yeah. So that's kind of the strawberry front. Um, I have just a few covers pulled, but since our daytime temperatures have been up into the 70s some and our nighttimes haven't been terribly cold just in the last couple of weeks, my plan is to maybe wait a week or so and then, then pull some covers on. Because it's a bit of a juggle with covers too because... Uh, row covers actually shade them somewhat during the day yeah yeah like but then they do even your best covers are probably maybe 50 60 percent light transmission rate or whatever so um yeah so during the day you're on almost uh you're not hurting things necessarily if it gets too warm and there you are yeah. You can easily get up into the 80s so it's if a matter into of the 70s. It's a matter of temperature and and uh, shading. Yeah. In a, in a perfect world, you would put them on at night and pull them off every day. Put them on a couple hours before dark. Yeah. Pull them off in the morning. We just right. physically don't have the labor to do that. Yeah. And across five there's, plus acres of berries. Yeah. There's not a good solution for pushing a button and putting yeah. them on and taking them off but and yeah covers make other issues um almost certainly it causes spider mites to grow under there because their optimum temperatures for growing are whatever a little warmer a little warmer yeah and so that's the you're just creating an eye anyway covers are a great tool but they also have some downsides so yeah yeah for sure Anyway, trying to feed them a little fertilizer and grow the roots, and we'll see what happens. Yep. Well, it sounds like farming to me. So always, yeah. always a, a matter of working on on the front end to hopefully have right, something I think on the back end. Like if we were, um, you know, looking into the future, and if you could tell me in in. Uh, at the end of May, that we had actually picked an average strawberry crop at this point. I right. would definitely sign up for that yeah. because I'm <laughs> worried about even getting to average. Yeah, very good. Well, not very good, but so interesting. Enough negativity. Uh, let's move on to, <laughs> to more uh, negative things. Huh? Um, briefly, our tomato crop, we've had some issues there as well. Establishing plants. Yeah. Um, but we actually have, we're planting now, basically. Basically, we're going to be a month and a half You're transplanting, right? Yeah, we're transplanting, uh, transplant little tomato plants. So, rather than having tomatoes, like, in hopefully... Mid-November. Mid-November, like, I mean, hopefully... Like our original plan was, yeah. uh, it's looking more like hopefully by Christmas, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if all goes well. Yeah. I've been telling people to check back. I knew we were some later this yeah. year. But. We're we're going to have two. Basically, we're not going to have a, like an early, early fall house. We're just going to have two that come in about 
the same time. Okay. Hopefully, once we actually have tomatoes, we'll have a decent supply. Well, there but you go. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of that. We'll talk more about them going forward. And then, yeah, I guess the fall season, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I guess we should. So, what about it? Well, it's Corn maize and pumpkins and um, such. Yeah, so I can briefly talk about the corn maze. I think it's a little over 11 acres this year, if I'm remembering right. Um, it really grew well this year. Uh, we got water when it was needed, and um, the variety of corn we plant uh, crisscrossed in there. It's a, a tropical variety, so it, it uh, grew really well when it got more water than some years oh let's see i think i cut the maize in early august or late july for the first time um and then towards the end of august or just into september but i cut it again one more time just to make sure the the trails were kind of cleaned up and good to go we opened september the 17th and um had a couple of good weeks there with a nice tall corn maze and then hurricane ian the remainders of hurricane ian came through and we had uh, some really high winds one night and uh we didn't none of us slept very well your strawberry beds you lost some plastic almost uh yeah that was one other thing i was going to say about this the challenging of uh, fall for strawberries i mean we shoveled so much plastic literally rows and rows and rows and rows i never shoveled as much plastic basically repairing repairing plastic that we put down like usually one side would uh blow off and then so you have to go back with a shovel and pull the plastic tight and reshovel back over and yeah yeah anyway I'm I'm quite good at doing that now. <laughs> have the technique down. Yeah. Although you really hope you never have to do it again. Yeah. Generally you have to do a little bit, but I've yeah. never had as much as Yeah, we high winds well. just are not good for that. Yeah. So anyway, back to that did a number on the maze, um in in several places. In it basically spots. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of weird. It looked like there was a, a current kind of down through the... Kind of followed the topography, yeah. maybe, of the... And so in some places, yeah. the the corn was kind of blown over. In other places, it was snapped off about... What, yeah, most of the damage I saw Five was, feet above the ground? Yeah, just like snapped in half. Or yeah. A little lower than half, maybe a third up the yeah. stalk. Yeah, but it didn't affect the trails too much. Uh, it just made for kind of a weird in-between the trails. Yeah, it um, made some spots way more open, like you could see yeah. into the next section, basically. Right. It just kind of made things a little weird. But the maze still seems to work <laughs> as far as... Yeah, people are having fun. It's just yeah, not as nice and dense as it yeah. could be. It's like Dad said, it's a weathered maze. Distressed, I think. A distressed, yeah. Yeah, and the other thing, so we had that the cold snap about a week and a half ago. Week week ago. Yeah, a week and a half ago. I forget. This is October twenty eighth as we record this. Did yeah. we say that? I'm not sure, probably okay. not. So but we actually had basically a killing freeze, frost. 
So the maize is like it's as dry, like it kills corn, obviously, right. at those temperatures. It's and about so as dry as we've as ever dry, had. Yeah, normally we, I mean, sometimes we close and don't even have a killing frost yeah, until yeah. the first part of November. So that makes it. Um, we had to Easier cover to pumpkins because we were worried through. about them freezing that yeah, night, Yeah, we literally pulled row covers over top of some specialty pumpkins in the field because they're especially sensitive. To, we've I don't think we've ever done we've that We've never before. done that. Yeah. yeah, very rarely have we worried about low temperatures. And So, yeah. yeah so I'm not sure what more to say about couple, the maize. But. All these things together, I think, is... but. On the, I guess the the positive side about all this stuff is, it's been a great fall as far as customer support, uh, sales, all those things have been up. And weekend uh, like temperatures and, and yeah, days weather have been beautiful. has. You know, we've we've had a few. Well, the, the weekend of the hurricane was a total washout. Yeah, yeah, you said that probably. I don't know if I said that, but um, but yeah. Other than that, that was like the first Saturday. We've had in like little blips of rain, but they've all been very manageable. Yeah. Um, and then and help you know, settle the dust. Yeah. Honestly. So, yeah. I mean, you can have quarter to half inch and still roll the next day. And yeah, so the whole fall has been kind of like that, other than that one weekend. So yeah, the weather's been, and I mean, even next week. Typically on into November, it's getting almost too cold to do mazes right. or whatever. Yeah. And, but it's supposed to be back up into the 70s yeah. again. So we might actually have one decent final day. Today is chilly, but it's been the exception. Yeah, I think it was a high of 60 today or something. 60 yeah. couple. Yeah, so I'm not sure. that That's kind of the maze. What else do we need to talk about? Precious little. Pumpkins. I, I guess you could kind of talk about your pumpkin crops, huh? Yeah, I mean, overall, it was a pretty decent crop. We were a little short of where I wanted to be on orange carving pumpkins. But uh, I don't know if they maybe just didn't set quite right. Like, it didn't seem like we had the number per square foot or acre as sometimes, but the pumpkins we had were nice. Uh, and yeah but it did seem like the specialty ones did extremely well i mean we're not we're still gonna have a few left over i think just but i'd rather have too many than not enough yeah i say that every year but well they work well for cow feed no yeah and uh, cooking there a lot of them are good cooking pumpkins and anyway it's yeah a good good pumpkin year i think uh, across the did board. Did you learn anything, Lowell? Did I learn anything? Well, yeah, variety-wise, I'll probably do some tweaking next year. Um, I just like a nice, kind of a moderate-sized pumpkin. We don't need to grow these honking big 20, 25, 30-pound yeah. pumpkins, especially with pickier and pumpkins, and you have people We sell them lugging, by the piece, not by the price. So a heavier not by pumpkin, the pound. Yeah, by the pound. So a heavier pumpkin doesn't necessarily mean more income for us. At least, the, yeah, the orange orange carvers are that way. Right, yeah. But um, who's revving their engine? I don't know. I don't know if you can quite hear it in the recording or not. We also have people over here at the cows. Okay. Probably all fine. 
the joys of agritourism. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying about pumpkins? Um, uh, well, when you're doing pick your own pumpkins, right. I mean, having a manageable pumpkin also is there's something to be said for that. You're not going to lug five twenty twenty five pound pumpkins sure. back up to the tent. I mean, yeah. it takes some work. Uh, but it really stresses yeah. out your wheelbarrows too. <laughs> yeah, but a moderate sized pumpkin, you know. Anyway, yeah. and I really do like having. You know, I plant pumpkins from the middle-ish of June or a little bit later on into the 1st of July. And I really like having the ability to go out and cut nice, fresh pumpkins that have nice green stems. And you can do that throughout most of the month of October. And when you buy pumpkins, you don't have that luxury. Yeah, you just kind of get what was harvested one day. (laughs) Yeah, there's just... Just, and it's not a matter of just when they're harvested; it's a matter of when they're planted, so they, uh, to some that, extent. And if they cut them for a couple of weeks, the stems shrivel down. Yeah. They're just not yeah. as nice. So. Yep. If you can grow things yourself, and I don't know, you have more factors in your control generally, yeah. and yeah. generally can do a, have a better product, I guess. Whatever. Maybe next about June sometime we should. Uh, Talk through the different varieties you decide to go with. Yeah, I think we had a decent balance this year. Um, maybe a little heavy on a few, but yeah, yeah. Well, I know a lot of a lot of nice ones walked out of here. So you do grow a nice looking pumpkin. Well, I don't really do much except put the seed in the ground, but and water it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. a few other things. I just like having a big diversity of pumpkins because right. we probably grow 50 varieties i would think if not a few more so yeah all right so that's pumpkins that's corn maize that's strawberries what else do we need to mention nothing okay that's good cool yeah, yeah i don't know it just seemed like after the uh after Ian went through and we had all that wind and stuff, as far as the fall stuff, we were just pretty thankful for, you know, it wasn't a disaster. <laughs> well, we were worried right, right after in the aftermath as we were cleaning up and yeah, well, it makes shoveling you... plastic and doing all this, looking at the corn maze. But you could have told us then how the next three weekends would go, yeah, which right. were extremely busy. Some of the busiest we've ever had. Yeah. Um, anyway, it makes you thankful for your customers and when the sun shines and that things are as good as they are. So. Yeah, if you can average or trend just a little bit above uh, whatever the, the negativity line, uh, we all get happier towards the end of the year, I guess. <laughs> all right, well, I think we've talked long enough. Wow, we're coming up on a well, not quite a half an hour, so better wrap it up yeah any parting words no i'm just need to go do a few things yet so all right well thank you all for listening uh if you made it this far bless your heart um as always you can find out more about everything over at yodersfarm.com and we'll probably get on the mics again at some point eventually 
and we talk about the store episode. sometime in the future. Yeah, maybe maybe that would be a up, good episode. We should get upgraded Mom, or expanded the uh, store. Maybe we should get Mom or Dad in to talk about that. There you go. Then they wouldn't have to listen to us. There you go. All right. Talk to you all later. See you. <laughs>